This is Outcasting Overtime, a special feature from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 50 public radio stations affiliated with the Pacifica Radio Network. Hi, I'm Dhruv, a youth participant in Outcasting's main studio in Westchester County, New York. On this edition, Outcasters Callie and Alex share personal stories about being outed by friends, intentionally or otherwise. They speak about people who have made rude and homophobic comments around them, probably not knowing that they identified as LGBTQ. These experiences are common not only to Callie and Alex, but also to LGBTQ youths everywhere, and sharing them can help these people connect to others over their common struggles and find a new sense of community that they couldn't have found otherwise. Hi, I'm Alex, a 16-year-old gay guy. And I'm Callie, a 15-year-old bisexual girl. It might not seem like it, but the two of us have a lot in common. Even though people in the LGBTQ community differ in whom they're attracted to or how they identify, many of us find that we have experiences that are more or less the same. A couple months ago, a close friend of mine, let's call her Sarah, was getting to know a guy at her music school. Sarah was telling him all the little details of her life. So of course she was describing all of her close friends, including me. Somehow, Sarah thought it best to tell him that I'm gay. I don't consider being gay as my most resounding characteristic, and she didn't need to tell him this. Sarah took me to meet him this summer in the city. I really don't hope to meet this strange, kind of rude teenage guy again. Needless to say, I would have preferred that Sarah had not outed me to him. A similar thing happened to me just today. I was sitting at a table at school with a group of friends, all straight as far as I know, except for one who is gay. Of the group, I'm out only to him. He's out to all the others who were at the table, and he was making some sort of joke about straight people. He then said something along the lines of, only you get it, Callie. I think he realized his mistake immediately afterwards, and obviously he wasn't intentionally outing me. He's gay himself. No one commented on what he said and the conversation moved along, but I was still left feeling uncomfortable, wondering if anyone had caught what he had said. It's not a group of people that I'm worried about being judged by, I just wasn't ready to be out to them yet. Just like this, we've found that because we are both LGBTQ teenagers in America, we have a lot of stories that pretty closely resemble each other. For example, people often make rude comments about LGBTQ people around us. Neither of us is fully out or stereotypically gay, so they probably don't know that we are LGBTQ. This past summer, I went backpacking with a group of other teenagers from across the U.S. A couple of them, likely not realizing that I'm gay, used anti-gay slurs casually throughout the trip without giving it much thought. When they said that some celebrity would go to hell for being gay, and that someone who liked them would go to hell too, that made me feel unsafe. I thought that if they knew I was gay, the slurs they used would now be directed at me. And for me, some members of my extended family are not the most accepting of LGBTQ people. I remember my aunt acting as if it was strange that a priest hadn't said openly homophobic things. Apparently, he wasn't openly supportive of the LGBTQ community either, but just the fact that he wasn't obviously against us was notable to her. Our shared experiences might be because we both live in suburban New York, and we inhabit the same society as each other, for the most part. Beyond this, many LGBTQ people connect with each other over instances like these, whether they are gay or trans or any other part of the community. This connection may be what defines this community and brings us together, regardless of our differences. 
Many people connect over common interests, similarities in their lives, and other stuff like that. For LGBTQ people, this is another thing that we can use to deepen our relationships and make them long-lasting. And often, it can be detrimental when someone doesn't have anyone to relate to like this. So we should be thankful to know people who can understand us and to have a community where we're safe. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime, a special feature from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 50 public radio stations around the country. Outcasting Overtime is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to the show. Thanks, and thanks for listening.